Duncan. Oi, oi. How's it going? You're good. Good, good. Good, Savalo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd go for a different intro. That was very different. I wasn't expecting it. Um, Dunk, pick a number between one and ten. Uh, number four, please, Rich. Number four. Oh, okay, Dunk, are you ready? I'm ready for it. Come on, let's do this. We're going to talk all things Jose Mourinho. The man, the myth, the legend. The man, the, 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 uh, what, what does he call himself? Uh, the chosen, was it? It was the special one, wasn't That's it? That's it, the special one. Is he? And then he was the happy one. Yes, he was the happy one. Is he the outdated one, Dunk? Uh, outdated or overrated? This is the thing. Or underrated. I, do you not feel the media hate him? And the media have an agenda against him. I feel like every report I read is trying to say that he <laughs> he uh, causes trouble, is um, you know controversial. Um, whilst I feel like he's very very clever, and I I watched the uh, Amazon. Obviously, it's a documentary. The cameras are on him. He knows that he's got to portray himself a certain way. But he actually comes across as a very good man manager. I felt in the um, Spurs documentary. Um, I I think there's a lot that goes on behind closed doors that we're not privy to. Sure, and I do agree with that. Um, the 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 forward facing media side of Jose Mourinho is he likes to play the pantomime villain. He does, and yeah, something that he used to do incredibly well at United, and he did very well. He's doing very well now. Pretty much every club he's been at is distracting the media and deflecting and mm. taking the attention off the players. You know, if, if it's a bad result, he'll say something that's either quite inflammatory that people focus on. Yeah. Or he'll say something that blames himself. Which is smart, right? Surely that's smart. Yeah, because it, it protects his players. It stops them from getting their confidence bashed by the media and everyone talks about him. Unless you're Luke Shaw, and Jose, Jose Mourinho will just ruin you. <laughs> Potentially. I, I can't... Some of the statements he came out... I think he called him overweight. I can't remember. I think, yeah, he's... See, he's good with people that he likes. Mm, yes, very true. So, look at Tottenham's situation at the moment. You had Deli Ali was one of the great young new footballers yeah he should now be coming to a prime of yeah. his football career agreed and he's not even starting in the first team no even though the start of uh, when Jose Mourinho first joined Spurs he absolutely loved Delhi, and he started playing Delhi. Delhi was playing in every game and Delhi had a little resurgence when he first came came in and we were like oh my gosh we're getting like old Delhi back like he's he's playing really well and then it just fizzled out and and um and turned very very sour the relationship between them even though no one really knows the full story kind of thing um Delhi played the first game of the season and then pretty much didn't start a game since um only getting opportunities really in the Europa League and um a couple of FA <laughs> the FA Cup game against uh uh, the uh, the the non-league team. Um, it, it's, 
it, it's it is a strange thing. He seems to be he seems to be making a U-turn now, where Delhi started on in the Europa League and possibly could start against West Ham tomorrow, and uh, seems to be changing his things. And it's it's almost turned towards Gareth Bale now, where there's a lot about Gareth Bale and his relationship. And Bale recently came out with a, a picture on Instagram of saying that he had a really good training session. And then the next day he wasn't in the squad and Jose Mourinho was saying it wasn't a good training session. He was in, he, he wanted to have a, an injury. Like you're kind of getting conflicting stories. Yep. And that is what's very difficult to know what is really going on. The problem is for a Spurs fan, such as myself, um, Spurs have always played a certain style of football. We, we've always tried to play quite a kind of high pressing attacking um game which is is really interesting to watch and and for me is is one of the reasons I love football um one of the times I found it really difficult to watch Spurs was under AVB and and AVB started playing a very Jose Mourinho style game where it was like get the first goal and then defend (laughs) and and I found it really a very very boring time um with the talent with not a bad squad back then as well and now we have a very talented squad and yeah, it's it's pretty much the set the same game plan: get a goal, and then defend. Um, and our way of attack is just give the ball to Harry Kane and, and Son. That seems to be it. But I mean, it's it's an odd one. I remember him first when he first came to Chelsea. Yeah. And I think it might not even have been the first season; it might have been the second season at Chelsea. And Mourinho's teams were demolishing people. and it was some of the most attractive football they'd ever played Mm -hmm. and in the space of four months he'd gone from playing really attractive football to just boring football (laughs) and he he has and I don't know how but he's got a talent for taking things which are great and just yeah Paul Pogba yeah Never played him in the right position. No. Should have been played in attacking midfield. Should have played to the strengths of being a creative feeder of a player. You know, one deliberately of the didn't play him in that play. Talented um, players in the world, and yeah, don't use him to his strength. Um, Anthony Martial barely played him. Yep. <laughs> and um, Mo Salah, Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, he got rid of him, didn't he, when he was at Chelsea? who went on to be the yeah. best midfielders in the Premier League over the past two or three years. Sure. Um, had a rocky relationship with Eden Hazard. Um, it's just, yeah, he, he he just seems to leave a trail of both silverware and destruction in his wake. You're very right about that. You are very, very right. I mean, you look at the statistics and like he's, what, without, apart from... Alex Ferguson, the most successful manager in history. I mean, for for Spurs, getting Jose Mourinho... Uh, it, it was a coup. It, for, it yeah, was a complete like, coup. It was a split. Among the fan base, it was very split. But for, for me, I was thinking, we want trophies. We haven't been able to win trophies. Let's get in the guy that knows exactly how to win trophies. And, no offence to him, everyone slates his uh, time at Man United. But with a with a pretty not great team, he won the Europa League and the League Cup um, and, you know, managed to qualify for Champions League through that. 
And I think he finished second in the league with them at one point, or third. Again, not with a great team. That No, the, def- the defence was a complete shambles. Yeah. He had a keeper who was inconsistent. Yes. And you think, well, and... he managed to do all of that. So for me, it was exciting. It was thinking, well, you know, look, look if Spurs finish this season and we finish, what, sixth, seventh in the league, even eighth, but we win the League Cup and the Europa League and get Champions League football next season, for me, that would be a big success. Especially considering that, yes, we have got a club full of international players who are stars, um, but but they don't play well. To, like, the defence is is very bad at the moment. Toby Alderweireld is getting to the peak of his kind of the twilight era of his career. Unfortunately, he's losing his pace. Sanchez has never looked solid. Unfortunately, um, I'm very excited about Tanganga and seeing what he comes, how he develops. Um, Eric Dyer. I lo- no offense. I like Eric Dyer, but he's not someone I want as my centre back in my starting eleven, um, especially for a top four team. Um, so doing what we're doing with this team, yeah, we're not going to get great results because we've got really good attacking players, but we've got a very weak defence, which is what is has been letting us down. And with a lot of it has been individual areas in games that have cost Spurs and why we have dropped so many points since December. But in December, when we were top of the league, you know, people were applauding. People were saying Mourinho has got this. Spurs could win the league. Like people were jumping the gun and getting very excited about it all. Here's the problem with the Premier League. Go on. The fickle nature of success and uh, failure is horrific. Mm. So I applaud Arsenal this season. They could have got rid of Arteta Mm. very early on. And then they had a run of good games Mm. and things started to turn around. Yep. And then the pressure was on Frank Lampard and Chelsea got rid of Frank. It's like, well... Tuchel had a run of, what, four, maybe five okay results. Mm-hmm. It's not all been wins. It's not all been victories, but they've been okay. And suddenly everyone's going, he's amazing. He's yeah. great. He's fantastic. Yeah. Tottenham, if they put a run of five good results in, suddenly they'll find themselves back in the top four. Yeah. And it's it's such a fine balance in the Premier League because it's so close, other than Man City, who I think are yeah. destined to win the league this year. Definitely, uh, and usually Liverpool, but they've just they've just slipped up this year. I yeah, I think a good result for Liverpool would be second this year, and I don't think they're going to get it. No, I th- I mean look. They've won the Champions League and the league in the past two seasons. That's that's immense. You know, that's that's what dreams are made of for me. So it's very hard, like Man United did under the Alex Ferguson era, to keep winning. It's very, very difficult to do. And, you know, very few clubs do it, but someone like Guardiola Guardiola and Man City, with the money to back him as well, they can keep rebuilding that squad and that's what they're doing. And and any time someone takes that trophy away from them, they come back hard the next season. <laughs> It's yeah. I mean, what what can you say about Mourinho? Is is he going to be a, an international manager at some point? Because he was linked, wasn't he linked to the England job several times? Several times, but possibly only by media. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he. I, I can't. I, I guess I can't see him doing this whole club management thing for much longer. In a way, I th- I think 
he may do one more club after Spurs. I think his time at Spurs might be up at the end of this season. Um, I think he was never long term. I mean, I think he's got a good another couple of years on his contract or so. But I don't know if Mourinho. He very rarely sticks out those time periods. He's either you know leaves or is given the the kind of get go. Um, and obviously, the way the Premiership is, if you don't get those results, you're out. Um, though he'll get a very pretty pay package. Um, he, but he's a very short-term manager. Like we knew that with him coming in, it was the idea of well, Mourinho can come in short-term, win us some trophies, get that big kind of um, elephant in the room off our back of not have not winning those trophies, um, and then we can get a nice young manager like the RB Leipzig manager in or someone like that for the future. But I, I'm. I'm a bit weary. <laughs> I mean, it would be typical Spurs that Mourinho would come to Spurs and not win a cup for the first time. <laughs> like, that would be typical Spurs. The most Spursy thing <laughs> um, for that to happen. And Because what, what tournaments are you still in? So we're in the League Cup final, but we've got Man City, a very good Man City team to play, um, who are hungry for trophies. Uh, and... We've got the Europa League that we're still in. Um, we're most likely going to get to the last 16 after a very strong first leg um, and a very easy opponents against the Austrian Wolfsburg team. And then we obviously got knocked out the FA Cup already by Everton. Um, so, yeah, we still we still got those two trophies. And the Europa League, I think, is a big one for us because I would love to win that personally. And I think that would make a lot of Spurs fans happy and we'd qualify for Champions League football through that. So it wouldn't be the end of the world if we finished sixth. Hands tied, yeah. Um, which is quite possible with the way the, the way the league is, like you said, because it's so tight and there are so many um, good opponents, right? I mean, West Ham are having an absolute blinding season and we've got them tomorrow. And, and I'm, 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 I'm worried. I'm really worried for the first time. I'm never worried playing West Ham, but I'm worried because they are... They are performing really, really well. Um, and without the pressure, they don't get the same pressure that, that we get. Um, and they always turn up against Spurs anyway. But they're really doing well this season. I, yeah. Uh, I don't see, for me personally, I think if Chelsea, Chelsea finished top four, I'm happy. Spurs finish top four, you'll be happy. Um, but if he is, I think Mourinho's definitely got to get a trophy, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise it'll be seen as a, a flop. Like, yeah. It didn't work. It'll be a failure. Yeah. It'll be, oh, well, was Mourinho... It'll be his past it, won't it? It's his it'll, time. It'll, yeah. His time's come, yeah. His stock will go down. Less, less big clubs will be interested in him. You know, he would end up taking a smaller role somewhere. But... Would his stock go down? Or would his rep- reputation elsewhere, would it just be, oh, well, it was just how he was allowed to do things and run things at Spurs that hampered him? He will spin it that way, because he's a very clever man. Um, and he will 100% spin it that way. But I think the big clubs wouldn't be looking. I mean, it's mad when you think this man managed Real Madrid with with absolute superstars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, qu- the question is, where does he go? Where hasn't he won? Uh, I, I could see him going to 
I don't know. I could see him going to a smaller club in Spain or, I don't know, would he be interested in going to Portugal and managing in Portugal? Or managing, you know, the national teams, like you said. England manager. There we go. <laughs> the next World Cup, Jose Mourinho will be England manager. I mean, oh, I, I, the last World Cup, I, Gareth, I was so in love with that World Cup where we, 2018, and I never thought I'd think Gareth Southgate was amazing until that World Cup, but he, he really did change my things. We'll, we'll see what happens with the Euros um, this summer with uh, old Scotland joining us. But um, I think, I, d- I don't know, I think Mourinho, I don't know if he's passed it. I don't want to say he's passed it because I think how can a man who's won everything everywhere be past it and I, I know football moves and changes and I think he has tried to change at times with football um and we've seen it at Spurs with the way he's kind of he's now going almost to to the point where he's it feels a bit like he's trying to please the fans all of a sudden after kind of not wanting to for a long time um but he can't have just lost all of all of that talent Do you know what I mean like he must see in he must see things in training that we don't see that we watch those games and get frustrated and think, why isn't he doing this? Why is he playing that? Why isn't he playing Ali? Why isn't this happening? You know, it could be that Bale's not really training very hard. Ali's not training very hard. Ali's not doing the kind of teamwork that he wants in his style of football. It, it can be anything. It's, it's like any job. When a manager takes over, you are either favoured by that manager or you're not. Do you know what? Managers have certain people that they know work well for what they want in their environment. And it's what people forget. So having games like FIFA and Pro Evo and stuff, you're always able to field what is statistically considered the strongest team. Yeah. The reality of it is, in real life, those players go through patches of form. They go through times where they're not interested. And Jose is going to be able to see that. Now, as a fan, you're going to look at it and say, well, he's the strongest player statistically. Yeah. You know, why aren't we playing him every... Well, because he's not doing great at the moment. Mm. Just got to feel the team that's in form all the time. Well, I think people forget as well, like Ali, was it... I swear, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, maybe a year and a half ago that he was burgled and he was he was assaulted, I think. Um in, in the burglary at, at, his, at his house. So you think of something like that and the effect that would have on anybody, like that would affect you. And I can't, I, I wonder if it's things like that that Mourinho notices and sees and he's trying to develop and, and support and help in other ways. I, I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. But then I think Mourinho handles it very well. Yeah, he he does he does and he doesn't. He um like you said, I mean he kinda comes out with his comments like to to distract the media. But then I, I also feel like the media love have an agenda against Jose and very much like to paint him as, as the bad man all the time and kind of he he's yeah, he's probably made this reputation himself, but it follows him now wherever he goes, where it's like, well, Mourinho goes somewhere, he's gonna fall out with some players, no matter what. Yeah, he's an explosive character, and he's very passionate. And yeah, he does rub people up the wrong way, and he always will. But that's what makes him so interesting to watch. Like he is such an interesting character, 
And, and he's just got so much charisma. I would love to have the charisma Mourinho has. Right, 20 minutes. 